Uh, I see both sides of it. You know what I mean? I see both sides to where it's because I went through it. You know what I mean? To where the organization want to do what's best for them. You know what I mean? They don't want to just give a player that basically is one of the best players they've ever had in their organization away for nothing or for for less than what, you know what I mean? So I get the, the, the organization side and then I get the player side as far as wanting to play and wanting to be somewhere, whether it's because it's the right situation for you, for your family or yourself or whatever the, whatever that person is going through. Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back. BetMGM tonight continues on a Tuesday evening. Rob Brown and myself, Ryan Horvat, with you here. Trista and Nick with the week off. USA Today on the credit there. That was James Harden talking about Damian Lillard, my main man, James Harden. Uh, we have no clue, Rob, where either of those guys are going to end up next season. There are some trade markets out there, or I should say some uh, markets, next team markets, on where both of those guys end up. Damian Lillard, I think, obviously, uh, the better player at this stage of their career, but I would really like to see James Harden in Los Angeles. I've been a believer in this Clippers team the last couple years. The problem is they're never healthy when it comes to uh, playoff time, man. But, I mean, Kawhi Leonard is one of the all-time great playoff performers. I am a Paul George fan. And even though James Harden isn't going to go out there and give you 28 and 30 on a consistent basis, he could average 10, 11 assists, and that's really what the Clippers need. They need a starting point guard. Last year they were playing Terrence Mann uh, those minutes, and they really didn't have anybody running the offense. But Damian Lillard, this is where it gets interesting. If it's not Portland or Miami, because obviously looks like it's going to end up being Miami, and that's what they need, another guy that could create his own shot, get a bucket. Boston, 2-1 to one odds. I don't see that happening, especially after today. Uh, Jalen Brown signs one of the biggest deals in NBA history, the biggest Supermax deal. You have Jason Tatum. You did move Marcus Smart, but I don't think they'd be able to afford Damian Lillard. Uh, Brooklyn, 3-1. to one. Philadelphia, plus 400. So my prediction last year was that Kyrie or Damian Lillard were going to end up in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid. Now, Kyrie obviously going back to Dallas to play with Luka. Uh, where do you think Dame ends up? And, uh, you know, where do you want to see him? Uh, first off, I would love to see him down in New Orleans, Louisiana, alongside Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans because C.J. McCollum, now I I will go ahead and pull the curtain back and admit my bias. I am a New Orleans born and bred kid, so I'm a big Pelis guy. But I genuinely feel like he would fit that team, right? Uh, C.J. McCollum came down from Portland. He had a real good initial run and then just forgot how to shoot the basketball. And that kind of killed New Orleans. Uh, I also think that having Dame in that lineup alongside Ingram and, hey, Zion, get your life together, my guy. I'm begging you to just get it together, bro. If those three guys uh, were on the floor at the same time, I think you'd have a ridiculously deadly trio, and that's not Rob the Pelicans fan. That's just a basketball fact, right? Lillard at the point, B.I. at a shooting and slashing guard, and Zion down on the four. And then, look, you get you get Valanciunas down there as a pure five. Like, that's a really good look. Uh, I don't know, especially with having given Zion the contract extension before he earned it, if we can be honest with each other. I don't know if New Orleans is willing to come off that amount of capital, A, and B. I don't know what they can send to Portland 
that Portland would be willing to part with Dame Lillard. I think this is one of those times where we get reminded that this is a business, right? Like we all wanted to pretend like Dame and the Blazers were just buddy-buddy in love with each other. He was willing to do anything. It's a business, dude. Like is James Harden, but I'm not a big James Harden guy. I don't like hate the guy. I'm not actively rooting against him like a lot of people, but I'm he just, at this point in his career, I need him to be a point guard, not a shooting guard who sometimes dishes assists, in my opinion. Uh, but he's right here. He's right here. They're not going to let him walk for nothing. I think Miami kind of thought, we're just going to wait him out, and he'll eventually end up here, and Portland's not going to play that game. Um, I think Miami is still where he ends up. I don't know what that trade looks like yet. Uh, Philly to replace Harden would kind of be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, if Harden ends up leaving, or when Harden's out, I think Philly would be a real... I think he fits better with Joel Embiid than James Harden did, to tell you the truth. Um... And I'll tell you one more. It's a long shot. What about him down with Popovich in San Antonio uh, with Wimbayama? I mean, I would almost... I, I, that would be interesting. I don't know how that would work. Um, I don't know if they'd want to make that work. I don't know really what San Antonio's plans are here with Wemby, but man, that would be really interesting. And that's what I want to see is like, what San Antonio does because they're going to be an interesting team this season. I don't think they're going to be very good. I mean, their win total is kind of telling you that. It's sitting there at 30 and a half. But are they going to try to, like, build the same way that OKC's building with a bunch of young players? Or are they going to go out there and try to make deals like that, especially with Pop sticking around for the next couple of years? And are they going to be aggressive in free agency? It's going to be interesting to see, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And the other thing, you brought up Zion. And... I really want the Pelicans just to be healthy for one run. Like, we kind of saw it. Obviously, Zion wasn't there, but we saw him in the playoffs. They're just so deep. Like, I like Brandon Ingram a lot. Uh, I like that bench. I like Alvarado even. But if Zion can stay healthy, we just haven't still seen his full potential. The last time we saw him fully healthy, he was an all-star. He put together a great season, averaged over 25 points per game. Um, it's just, obviously, like, he even came out this offseason, he was talking about how he struggles with weight and, you know, he's trying to eat healthy. Did you see this, though? James Harden clapping back at ESPN. So, I saw this. I thought I was losing my mind, man. I thought this was actually, like, one of those fake videos. Here's the problem now, Rob, with social media and, like, with Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called now. Like, <laughs> I never know what's real anymore. And I was out and about all weekend, and I see the James Harden video pop up. And ESPN, this is from SportsCenter and ESPN on Instagram. I'm looking at it again right now, and it says Harden stocking up with a little cheeseburger emoji. And he has like seven, six, seven trill burgers in his hands. So he claps back at ESPN. He's like, slow no Newsweek. Uh, you think James Harden's trying to eat his way out of uh, Philadelphia now? We remember this actually worked in Houston. Remember, he put on the fat suit for a couple weeks and they ended up moving him you think that's what he's trying to do here and also like leave the guy alone who doesn't want some free food the best food is free food uh as somebody who works in radio i tell people very frequently none of us do this job for the money we do it for the perks no. and sometimes those perks are beer and burgers i'm totally fine with it another one of those spots where i have to remind people these people are people they are human beings and you know what person doesn't like a good cheeseburger vegetarians and that's it everybody else loves a cheeseburger the healthiest most jacked rip dude you know still loves a good cheeseburger right so 
it's the offseason, my dudes, right? Like, we've had our summer ball. James Harden wasn't participating in that, so what do you care about it? Now, if he rolls up wherever he ends up, if he rolls up to camp 30 pounds overweight, we can have the discussion because, yes, then he's done it again. I don't particularly care. Uh, I am going to say about, about Zion, about New Orleans. I like this roster. I honestly think that if you just flipped out C.J. McCollum for, for a Dame Lillard, hell, honestly, any top 12 point guard in the league, you really don't have to do anything else with this team. They're good enough now with B.I., with Zion, Trey Murphy the third, uh, Jose Alvarado, Grand Theft Alvarado is one of my favorite memes in the NBA right now. Herbert Jones and Najee Marshall. Hell, Larry Dance Jr. was one of the most underappreciated rebound and put-back garbage guys in the NBA last year. They're good enough now. I really just hope that in three or four years from now, we're not looking at Zion as Greg Oden volume 2.0 because the guy has shown not only can he do it, but he can excel at it. I just think Zion fell into, much like we talked about DJ Uyunglele last night, right? I think Zion fell into that spot where he was anointed the chosen one and he he walked into the league thinking this is going to be easy like it was at Duke. Like it, well, he played his high school ball right down the road from us in Greenville. It was the same thing. You brought him on the team, it was easy. He goes to Duke, it was easy. I thought he thought it was going to be the same thing. Uh, this is one reason I will always give credit to LeBron James. He was anointed the chosen one, but when LeBron showed up to the league, dude was young, fast, working hard and got ripped faster than he got fat. I hope that there was some humble pie mixed in amongst the Popeye's cheddar biscuits for Zion and he gets it together. Because if he does, why wouldn't a guy like Dame want to go play there? Yeah, man. And it seems like in that team, again, they have so much talent. Look at the first half even of last season. They were the top seed in the West. And it's funny you brought up Nance. You know, I was talking about this with Nick before he went on vacation. I was listening to uh, Ryan Rosillo podcast a couple weeks back, maybe a few months back now, and he had Larry Nance, and he was talking about it, man. He's like, we think when healthy, we're the best team in the Western Conference, and if you go back, you watched last season, you can't really deny that. It seems like the team is just fed up with Zion, though, man. And, like, there were the reports that he has, you know, no connection with the team or, you know, he has no communication, I should say, with the team, probably no connection with his teammates either seems like there's something off there but still like the potential i don't think you can move zion i'm glad that they held on to him and hopefully like you know he could stay healthy and they could live up to their potential because that's a really damn good team even in a loaded western conference which probably got better obviously with phoenix acquiring bradley beal which i didn't love at first until then they were able to round out their bench uh so i hate to be chalky mcchalkerson but that's probably going to be my pick of the west we'll talk more nba a little bit later on in the week but uh tonight we got a lot to get to we're going to talk about the nfl coach of the year market we're going to dive back into the acc a little bit later on tons of nfl futures we're going to talk about and uh plenty of good stuff coming up on BetMGM tonight but really quick gotta get a couple of uh, score updates also we got to talk a little soccer later on rob of course as well some women's world cup Right now, the Cubs up three to nothing. Uh, they had back-to-back homers in this game. Christopher Morell hit one, so we're looking pretty good. And Pete Alonso with two jacks tonight for you as well, huh? And Vogelback. So in the first at bat, Alonso went yard. Vogelback was shy of going back to back by about three and a half feet. Second time Pete Alonso goes yard, Vogelback gets those three and a half feet. He goes back to back, so it's six nothing Mets. 
And the Rob Brown Moneyline special is coming in clutch. Thanks, Polar Bear. I like money. Yeah, looking good. All right, I got a couple bets for the NFL Coach of the Year coming up this season, so we'll give you those. BetMGM Tonight continues. Hour number three, Rob Brown, Ryan Horvath up next. <laughs> 